Welcome to the Monetizing a Podcast Playbook, the audio version. I'll be going through different ways you can monetize your podcast when to monetize and give you examples of podcasts that are doing it right. All resources mentioned, including the evaluation calculator and the playbook itself, can be found at callforcontent.com slash monetize. How to monetize a podcast. A podcast is an investment. Whether you're podcasting for business or pleasure, you're spending time and money on a project you want to succeed. The question is, are you getting a return on your investment? Firstly, you want your audience to grow. The more listeners you have, the closer you come to reaching your goal, whatever that might be. There are many potential listeners out there, but there is also an ever-expanding pool of podcasts for them to consume. Your competitors will do whatever they can to get ahead, which means you need to invest more of your time and money to stay relevant. If you're not careful, the podcast you run so lovingly might drain away your resources. That's why you need to approach it with a plan. This playbook outlines everything you need to know about podcast monetization to ensure your investment does pay out. We have analyzed several popular podcasts so you can learn from their success. You can even download a podcast valuation calculator to save yourself the trouble of doing the math from scratch. Your time is valuable, and with help, the world will acknowledge that. What is podcast monetization? Starting a podcast is a long-term strategy that can generate revenue in a variety of ways. Podcast monetization isn't limited to ad sales and sponsorship, it also includes potential revenue-making opportunities that come from running the show. It could be sales made to leads who learn about you from your podcast, the value of having authority in the eyes of a captive, dedicated audience, or capitalizing on your listeners' enthusiasm by hosting events and asking for contributions. Why most podcasts fail? Podcasts grow at a slower rate than other media, it's the nature of the format. It takes time to build an audience for a podcast because a podcast is often grown through word-of-mouth referrals more than anything else. But if it's on a growth trajectory, it will continue to grow as long as you keep putting out good content. Podcasts might be a slower channel, but they build deeper relationships with an audience. If you have someone listening to your podcast and they're not buying from you, find out why. That they're listening at all means they're already pretty dedicated to your brand. Shows that fail to monetize tend to be run either by creatives who view podcasts as a hobby or by hosts who don't want to make money. Those shows fail because eventually, the cost of production, time and or money, overwhelms the host's desire to keep the show going. The case for podcast monetization. Podcasts cost money to run. Whether you're a hobbyist, an expert looking to build authority, or the founder of a business centered on podcasting, you'll incur expenses along the way. When you plan your monetization strategy early on, you set yourself up for the long haul. You can launch and grow your show without it becoming a giant money pit. If you're taking your podcast seriously, it's crucial to position your show for monetization as soon as possible. There are two main reasons why. The cost of production. Creating a show costs money and time, so you'll likely want something in return. Even if you're not aiming to make money with your podcast, it's still going to cost money to run the show. Content is inherently worthless owing to an infinite supply in today's market. An inherent zero value of content means that the only real value is in the community built around that content. Building an audience and growing distribution is costly. Monetization helps relieve that effort. Even if making money is not your primary goal, monetization is still key to understanding and growing your audience. The process of monetization is first and foremost about understanding the value of your audience.
measuring the value of a podcast listener. More podcasts are being launched every single day, which makes it harder to capture listeners' ears and attention. It's a competitive market. We measure the value of our listeners by doing in-depth audience research, which often includes one-on-one interviews with audience members. Through this research, we get a comprehensive understanding of the listener's preferences, purchasing power, and desired products or services. This allows us to develop an idea of the average value of one listener. If you can prove your listeners are at the director level in their organizations, that commands a premium. For example, if you have a list of 1,500 director-level audience members at technology companies that operate in finance, then you suddenly have a very niche, high-value audience. You can make larger sponsorship deals because you can prove your audience has real purchasing power. Having a listener's email address automatically makes them more valuable. You know who that listener is, which makes it easier to sell to them in the future. If you collect emails, you can use those emails to further engage your audience by retargeting them on social media and matching them to custom audiences. After all, email marketing is still one of the most effective tools available. To find the value of your current, you'll need to know a few things. Whether your audience is business to customer, B2C, business to business, B2B, or enterprise, director level. How many downloads your show has had in the last 12 months? Niching down. When building an audience, niche down every time. We never recommend targeting the mass market, this approach is how you end up only being able to sell ads. Most shows are never going to be massive. You should assume that your podcast will never have more than 10,000 listeners per episode. In most cases, it's not even going to break 2,000 listeners. And that's okay, it's still a valuable audience. Think of it in these terms, what's the largest number of people you've spoken in front of at a conference or live event? For most people who aren't keynote speakers, that number is less than 500. And it's actually probably less than 150. If your podcast breaks your live speaking max number each episode, it's like having the biggest speaking gig of your life every week. While a show may only have a few hundred listeners per episode, if you've got your niche down, you can be confident that a high value, relevant audience is tuning in. It's better to have a small number of targeted, high-value listeners than thousands of people who aren't your target audience. Thanks for tuning into the podcast on Monetizing a Podcast. To download the full playbook, the evaluation calculator, and more, go to callforcontent.com slash monetize.